Welcome to the Mean Green Show. 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 Good people, welcome to the Mean Green Show. I got my boy. Jared, what's is going on? In the freaking building. My name is Christopher Norman. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> Jared, man, how was your weekend? It was good. Christopher good. Norman, the full name. Full name. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a good mood today. I'm, I'm wearing my Langston shirt today. Shout out to the LU. That's an HBCU in Oklahoma. Langston, Oklahoma. Ooh, if you've been there, you've been there. If you haven't, you probably never will. <laughs> but great school. No, no need to just go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love the school. Um, so, man, a little recap. Uh, from last week, we talked about. I don't remember. Long weekend. I just remember <laughs> posting something on Instagram and got uh, received a handful of DMs. It was. Um, I don't remember. Community. Community. There, there we go. go. Community. Um, shout out to J Mill. J Mill's in the house eating lunch or snacks. Um, we did community last week. This week we're gonna go into pricing, right. yep. and um, I want to say. Let's go into mean green pricing, right? Yeah. This is not, I think I said this on the last podcast, this is not the Chris that's going to be in front of the class training you guys or the one that's running in the heat at boot camp with you guys. This is going to be a different Chris. So I'm hoping that. This yeah, is me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think we should put the subject title of this one is is mean green too expensive. That's fair. That's a good question. You actually make most of the titles for this. Who? You. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is mean green too expensive? All right, here we go. You ready for the first question to them? Yes, sir. Guys, you will not hurt our feelings. I promise. But down in the comment section, can you write your answer? Is Mean Green expensive? Go ahead. Write down below. As of writing down below, what do you think? What's the common answer? What do you think? The common answer. They're not going to say it's cheap. <laughs> They're <laughs> not going to say it's cheap. <laughs> They're not going to say that. So, um, I don't know. I think those that are honest might say yes. Those that are honest. Yeah, I think so. When you when, Who's the, like, no specific order or reason? Top three people that popped in your head when you when you said that. <laughs> I gotta say it out loud. Out loud. I wanna know <laughs> I want names. I want names. Oh man. Damien. For some reason Dame, <laughs> Dame, Dame <laughs> was number one for me. <laughs> Who else you got? I think he said the comment was out. That's why it automatically <laughs> popped in my head. Shout out Dame is always supportive. So thank you, Dame, for always being on the podcast. I love my guy. Um Honestly, that's the first. That's the. That's that's that was like one and said, only. Is it too expensive? Like Damien. Damien popped in my head. Damien. <laughs> For some reason, I got Erica too. Davis. Okay. Maybe because she was just on and we were talking about yeah. it. Yeah. And if I was to name one more, I don't know. I can't think of nobody. I can't think of nobody. I couldn't either. You know what's <laughs> interesting though, Jared? Not too many people, especially as of late, not too many people come to me about pricing. You know, I've had a couple maybe that a tough situation came up mm-hmm. and I've had that conversation with them, but very few people have ever came to me like, hey, you too expensive. Now, I might 
or you know seeing it in the Google review <laughs> or or on Yelp or on Facebook review, but yeah. uh, not too many people face to face have said that. Um, Jerry, you take the lead on this one today. You ask the questions on pi- on, on pricing. Oh, okay. So pricing. Uh-oh. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get into y'all's brains so we can answer some questions that you might have coming in. So, hmm, where do we start with this? I don't know. There's so much that can be said, and I'm a really. I'm not gonna bite my tongue. Okay, so obviously, everybody supply and demand for gyms. Supply and demand is is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to gym, gym pricing, all of that kind of stuff. So I'm going to ask a question that maybe they're wondering. So everybody, you, you pay what you pay. Um, from an owner perspective, where do you where do you get your price point? Like what, what starts that for you? Very good question. Um, 20, no, not 20, 2009 is mm-hmm. when we started. And – that price point, which is actually way more expensive than what it is now for boot camp. Okay. Right now, our boot camps are what? 135. 135. Um, and that's unlimited. Mm-hmm. Unlimited in 2009 to about maybe 2015, 16 was $460 every six weeks. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it it changed, you know, for several reasons. But at that point, I was leaving a global gym training uh, I think the average session at that time in, t- in 2009 was $60 per session, mm-hmm. and I made 18% of $60 every time I trained. So 10 was 10% of 60 is 6, so I was making about $12, give every or take, session. per session. So And that's training one person for that hour. So if I locked out my whole schedule for 12 hours, I was making $12 an hour, mm-hmm. basically. So for me, I was at that age, I was like, man, if I can make $20 an hour <laughs> – Right, I'll be dope. Yeah, but I said I want twenty dollars per person. So if I train ten people in the hour, um, that's two hundred dollars that hour. Mm-hmm. That sounds way more, you know, yep. respectful <laughs> for my time. So at that time, that's basically how I came up with the first price, and was twenty dollars um, per person because I wanted to make at least two hundred dollars an hour. Now, obviously. We have more people that end up joining, and it worked out the way it worked out. But I never looked at anybody else pricing. I based it based upon what Chris wanted to make. And then I started making percentages for that were really aggressive for our trainers mm-hmm. on the boot camp side so they can make money and want to stay there. So that's how those prices came. Now, with the gym, it was different. Honestly, I looked in the area and what other gyms were charging and uh without saying a name i looked at this one gym that had a dope website the pictures was cool it looked like a gym i would pay for yeah i looked at their pricing and then this is like two months before we opened the gym the next month i went to their website and i was like man i think i'm gonna kind of go around their pricing i drove to the gym because i never seen it in person when i went there it had just closed down so right then and there i knew that i could not base mean green first facility based upon someone else because we don't know you know y'all look at different gyms and you look at their pricing but that don't mean that they're doing well yeah financially as a brand that don't mean the trainers are happy for what they're getting paid so right then and there i knew that i wanted to base it upon um what made sense business-wise for the gym to stay afloat and successful like i didn't get in this to break even 
Yeah. Like, I didn't get in here just to be like, I want to get Raymond Noodles tonight. <laughs> like, I want to be able to travel and do the things that you guys do for your job. Yeah. You know? And um, so I based it upon that. That's fair. What do you think hearing that? I don't know if I ever said that to you. Oh, no, I don't think I ever heard that. But I think it is interesting that you base it around your, your own self-worth. Because I have – we've had conversation before where, mm-hmm. you you know, you talked about uh, interacting with, with members. and I've done that. Um, them kind of – I'm not going to say disrespecting you, but you haven't asked the question, like, am I – Am I worth, Am I worth it? it? Yeah. Am I worth twenty dollars a class? Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, like, look, I can ask you guys that. Like, you you train with Chris, probably train with me as well. Like, I think we're worth twenty dollars a class. Yeah. And what would you pay? <laughs> there you go. There you go. I want to see it right now. <laughs> I want to see the comments. Like, right. What would oh, you pay? What would you pay per session? So per uh, session, I think I think they're gonna say about a hundred and twenty-five per <laughs> year. Y'all give Jay a hundred twenty-five. Don't give me that, yo. We're going to raise some prices. <laughs> <laughs> raising prices. Okay. You know what, though? I think that, and I say this respectfully, again, this goes back to why we do things that potentially other gyms and boot camps may not do. I think we have such a respect value for longevity in the mm-hmm. fitness community in Houston. So Chris has been Chris since Mean Green has started. <clears throat> it hasn't been five different owners of Mean Green. And – because of that, there were some things that had to take place, right? Um, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. And then – no, I'm going to wait. Let me wait. Let me wait because I'm pretty <laughs> sure we'll lead up to that, and then I'm going to ask you the question. I'm going to give you the floor back. I really want to write it in my phone so I don't forget. <laughs> but, uh, all right, another question. Come on, top of your head. What you got? Off Freestyle the top King. Of my head. I'm thinking about what you said with uh, other people, like – I think that that you being able to pay other trainers mm-hmm. plays a factor as well, right? You want to get paid what you get paid. Uh, for you to pay trainers, what – what? Like I'm, I'm kind of digging back into history a little bit for you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want trainers to be successful. You want them to grow. What did that look like for you? And I kind of want to put this into perspective with – what the general perception of a trainer is Mm -hmm. right so i know um we we've had conversation about it for for you guys you know and just being specific with numbers here having a conversation with you a lot of people don't expect the general trainer to make over would you say forty thousand dollars a year probably like you're doing well if you're making over that right yeah in the the general perception of things so absolutely how does pricing and your vision for your trainers play a role into that, into the growth of other trainers? I think it goes back to the community um, and the culture, honestly, both. Because to create a specific culture that we have envisioned is going to take some really great people that are consistent, that are hard workers, that believe that will go the extra mile. Like, I'm still that guy when a woman walks by, I'm going to open their door as they're going into a store. That's me. But that's not the the job description of being a man. Right. It's just something that I do. I go the extra mile. If a member is coming in to boot camp and they're fumbling dumbbells in their back, you will see me walk up and grab their dumbbells. That's what I do. So I want to bring teammates or team members that will do the same thing. That's not their job description. Right. It doesn't say that in the manual. Grab somebody dumbbells in bag if they look like they're about to trip over the railroad coming to Highland <laughs> Park. But we hire those type of people because of the mindset. And because of that, I believe it puts us in a predicament to really found high effective 
people that execute outside the hours of boot camp, outside the hours of gym. So you guys probably know or don't know, like there's 30, 45 minutes prior to a workout. We sometimes are there talking and then stay an hour or two after. That is not a part of the job description. But if I hire trainers that only came to do their job for that 60 minutes, Mean Green wouldn't be what Mean Green is because that culture is not there. Now when you go to the community, you're dealing with some people that – that come from a lot of different situations, right? Some are very stressful situations. Maybe it's a relationship or job or career or school. Some people are battling different things medically. Um, some people are battling things mentally, emotionally, even spiritually, right? And because of that, I have to put the best person. Typically, a lot of people like to say the product, yeah. but I have to put the best person in that position. And the best person is not going to be the cheapest person. That's true. Right. So for me, if I'm trying to capitalize on the average dollar for it to come to mean green, I probably could a little bit more. But this guy that's handsome to my right probably wouldn't be here if I was like, yo, Jay, <laughs> minimum wage. What's minimum wage? I don't even know. Was it $8? Say, say it's $8. I like, hey, Jay, $8 an hour. Jay would not be on the mean <laughs> green show right now, right? And I, that plays a big role for me because you – and I say this respectfully to any gym owner. I'm not going to even say gym owner because I think I put something on my social media that's going to rub some. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that has a business, typically a lot of times when you see a price that increase, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily because they're trying to make more money for the owner. A lot of times it's because they want to make more money for the payroll. Yeah. Right? Y'all love Alex. Y'all love, you know, Milton. Y'all love the Alexes and Bobbies. But if, for example, David's crushing it, so what if David come to me one day, because right now he basically does part-time training. What if he says, hey, Chris, I want to be full-time. But we don't have the funding to do full-time. Yeah. We just had a trainer that was really amazing that outgrew us, and we wasn't able to fulfill because we didn't have enough in. Yeah. So when I'm making choices based upon pricing, it's not to fund the Mean Green account sometimes. It's to fund payroll. It's to fund um, a big one, the economy growth. Yeah. <laughs> As we continue, like, you go buy a house seven years ago and see what that house is now selling for, for the square footage. So I can ramble way more, but to finish the question, payroll and, and cost of living increases, and that's a big thought for me when it comes to community and culture for the trainers. I just I love to hear you say that because I've – I mean, y'all, we got ears. I've been hearing the talks, right? So I've, I've heard just around the gym, like, dang, them prices, yada, yada, mm-hmm. increase here, increase there. Uh but then we also hear the talks about, oh, I love so and so. Absolutely. And when we, you know, when we have gone through transitions of of losing trainers, like I've heard the back, I'm like, oh man, what, why couldn't we have? Why couldn't we have? So I think it's cool that you you just kind of you laid uh-huh. it out there, like, sure, gotta be able to pay them straight up. <laughs> so I mean, look at it like this, and it's nothing. Forty thousand dollars is a lot of money. Okay, listen, I must hear me when I say this. Forty thousand dollars a year is a lot of money. Now, without you commenting. Not that you would, but think about how much you make a year. Think about that. How much do you make? Somebody's saying 40. Somebody's saying 75 right now. Somebody's saying 125,000. Somebody's saying 300,000, whatever they may make a year. What does your household make? You got a boot? What y'all make together, right? Yeah. Now think of what you require or what you think. Alex and Jared and Bobby and Milton and David, what should they make? 
why is it such a big upside? Mm -hmm. So when you look at bringing someone on, for me specifically, if I said, hey, Jared is a $100,000 trainer, but I want him to make $30,000, like that's a huge disconnection, yeah. right? So for me, I'd rather be a brand that's more on the premium end mm -hmm. so I can bring premium trainers. I don't train as much as I used to train. So if I don't train as much as I used to train, I know the quality of service I want to give. If I don't bring a quality person in, then the brand goes down. Yes, sir. But if I bring quality people in, that means the amount we have to pay out goes up. So our price and honesty, I think, is really cheap. You know, if you, if you look at what we charge, I think it will increase if you compare us to, like, California and New York, the price points that they charge their, their people in. But I think it comes down to what you think is expensive for what it is when mm -hmm. it comes to value. Um, questions I have for you. Quick answers. You ready? Yep. Is a car expensive? Yes. What about your rent? For the most part, yes. What about a gold necklace? Yes. What about gas? Yes. Uh, what about Yeezys? Yes. All right. Fabletics. Sponsorship. Come on. <laughs> right. Come right. on. Yes. Fitness equipment. Yes. Like what? I'm I'm naming things that Jared do on a daily basis and probably wear or like. Right. Not that you got you don't have Yeezys. I don't have Yeezys. Yeah. You got slides. I was gifted slides. Were they good though? Are they oh, worth yeah. it? I'm playing so comfortable. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> think of these items that we wear. Now, what do you wear? Is Louis Vuitton? Yes. Right? Is Mercedes Benz? Yes. Right? Is Prada? Yes. Gucci shades and belts? Like, yes. we all buy these things, but we value them. And for those of you that aren't materialistic, eating out every day? Oh, yeah. Is, yes. is Papa Do's expensive? <laughs> yes. Um, Sunday fun days? Yes. Right. Is Chick-fil-A expensive? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at all these things that we spend money on, but you value them. And I think that's the thing with Mean Green members. It's funny. Wes Clayton has never asked for a discount. Elisa Drain has been here for what, 12 going on 13 years old. Has 13 years and has never asked for a discount. And I think it's because they value us. Mm -hmm. You look at the, the Paulettas, the, 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 I'm just thinking of people in the class, the Julies, the, the Wendy's, the, everybody that come to our classes that been here for over a month, two months, three months, man, it's like we're, we're part of their DNA when it comes to they, they, they payroll. Mm -hmm. When I say payroll, what they, Car note, yeah, house note. Out. Like we're a part of it because they value us. And uh, so thank you, Mean Green. Absolutely. But uh, I wanted to answer that question really plain and, and really to the point. So hopefully it makes sense. That's legit. Legit. <laughs> Comments. I want to see all these. I got a question for you. Uh-oh. As I'm thinking of questions. When you're, when you're looking at pricing, no, not pricing. When you're looking at a product or service, what's something um, – What's something you bought in the last year? Product. Has nothing to do with fitness, though. Just something you bought. Uh, just anything? Yeah. Necklace? Necklace. All right. <laughs> How many reviews did you read on 10, 14K, heavy or light? How many, like, what was that like? What was that experience like? Uh, I mean, I did some pretty good research. I talked to people, mm -hmm. uh, read on it to see what was what was good, what wasn't. So, so when you went to the jewel, mm -hmm. I struggle on that road. Jeweler? Jeweler? Jeweler. Jeweler. When I struggle on a word, my, 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 all the, the base I try to talk with goes down. Jeweler. <laughs> so when you went and you talked to him or her, mm -hmm. you already knew you wanted one. Yeah. 
it was no, I think, let me let them talk me into it. It was just, I want to get me one, but I want it at a fair price. Yes. Right? Did you go in and hear your price and say, ooh, that's expensive? Yes. Right? Did you talk them down? Uh, Yes. Right? <laughs> did it work? Yes. Why did it work, you think? Because uh, I was willing to walk. I didn't need it. We're going somewhere <laughs> with that. If you walked into, I don't want to speak anything to existence. I'm going to use another person, not Jared. If a guy <coughs> named Jimmy needed a machine to help him breathe, and he walked in and said it was expensive, but he needed it, do you think he buys it? Yes. What's the difference? He he needs that. There's no other option. No other option. So I think when you look at fitness, is it a need? Yes. Mm. <laughs> Question. <laughs> I'm going to give you all 10 seconds. Is fitness a need for you? Go down. Comment. This is good. This is freaking good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So now they're commenting. Okay. This is the challenge that we all have to make at some point. Mm-hmm. Fitness is prevention. Fitness can also be uh, recovery. Uh, recovery, is that a better word? Where are you going with it? Um, okay. So with prevention, mm-hmm. when fitness, if I get my heart rate up, the American Heart Association teaches that we should get do vigorous workouts up to 75 minutes a week or walk at least 150 minutes a week. Mm-hmm. So that's three workouts or four workouts at 75 minutes or five, and then or 30 minutes a day gets you 150 at walking. Yep. That helps you prevent from different things like heart diseases, right? It doesn't prevent it all the way, mm-hmm. but it's – put you in a percentage that's higher likely for you not to catch heart disease because you're in prevention. Mm -hmm. But then there are some people that have a heart attack because of maybe lack of exercise or stress or nutrients that wasn't put in their body. And then they have to work out. Right. So recovery. What's another word? That's, that's not a good word for it. Uh, When it already happened. Can't think of a good word. Now you have recovery stuck in my head. It's not it though. Um, you got prevention and you got, Y'all know what we're talking about. We're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna make a term up. I have to. Okay? okay. You got prevention and I have to. You don't wanna be in a position where you have to. No. I have to eat clean or I die. I'm being really raw. I have to move. I have to exercise or I die. I don't get to see my kids. I don't get to see my grandkids. I don't get to see like they're gonna be on my death table. Now, when I say I, I'm not talking about Chris Green by any means or Jerry. I'm talking about third person, somebody that we don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be on your last days wishing that you could have prevented some things that you could have prevented. Now, everything that I just tried to strike your emotional attachment, it, was, it sounds so ruthless when I said the word die. Mm-hmm. But it's the truth and reality to Absolutely. it. Right? Now, let's go back to that other money, other word money. It feels a little different. Money don't matter then. Because it was your health. It was your life uh, experience. It was the way that you get to communicate or not communicate with people that you love. Money's not an issue, issue then. It's because it's prevention versus I have to. So now when we look at making decisions, how many things do we make decisions on based between prevention and I have to? So when I look at fitness, I'm in a prevention mode mm-hmm. when it comes to the way that I feel and it 
besides my back at that point, but that's another story. <laughs> but when my, when it comes to my health, I'm I'm pretty healthy. Yeah. But man, I would spend anything if it had anything to do with my health. So why do you have to wait till it get to a point of uh, I have to versus prevention? So for those that commented down below, a after hearing that, is your health worth it? So the question I have for Jared, this is gonna get really intriguing. Uh oh. I don't know if I should go into your business. I'm gonna go into mentor Chris, right? And 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 Jared. Jared mentioned a couple times on a podcast in the in the past that you value mentorship mm -hmm. from me and from whoever else, right? How much is that worth? Um I I don't even know if the dollar amount you can put on mentorship cuz the for me I think that uh like I think you got to kind of ask yourself where you're trying to go. So if I'm trying to be a millionaire, right? And I find mentorship that's going to get me to be a millionaire, I think it's worth a million dollars, right? Mm -hmm. So I think your mentorship is worth where you're trying to go. So if I could, if I could just kind of simplify it to that. So if where whatever that is for you, obviously for me, you know, gym ownership, uh, we've been talking real estate, owning land, all of that kind of stuff. So I think that I don't know, it's it's, it's kind of priceless, honestly. Finding a a, a solid mentor. Um, I was just talking to somebody about this. I think it's and I think it's pretty cool because you find. When you try, when you find a true mentor, somebody that's really by your side, mm -hmm. looking out for your growth, you find somebody that's in tune with you as a person. So, mm. everything that you're trying to do in life mm. is like that's that's it. your person. And like, how, what's the, what's the price tag you put on somebody being, you know, your the the person that helps you helps guide you there? Like, I don't think there's a price tag on that. I love it. I love it. What about how much? Uh -oh. really <laughs> All right, y'all take this as Chris speaking it. Grace, how much? What's it worth to buy a wife? A Ooh. good wife, <laughs> right? Think about that. I know some places do buy. Yeah. Right. I know there are arranged marriages, and and I'm not making fun of any traditions, but I'm saying like, right now, use Chris, not you. Yeah. How much? What's the worth of having a wife that loves you, that adores you, that's consistent, that's faithful, that's empowering, um, whatever, right? The thing that you desire, what is that worth? Can I be raw? Yeah, absolutely. When I hear people say they're buying 10000 20000 30000 40000 $50,000 rings, I'm like, what? Whew. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now, I know, we, you know, we put a little bit more value on jewelry and all that kind of stuff. Like Valentine's Day, we go out buying expensive necklaces. And yeah. So was that what marriage was meant to be? Probably not. Uh, but that's what it is. And when you when you ask me that question, that's mm -hmm. kind of what I think about. Like, mm, that's what you're saying. How much, how much is it worth to have that? Well, how expensive is a ring? Right. But <laughs> right. That's being right. But that's not – that's not the true, an the true, I guess, answer towards that question because I think it's priceless. Like to to be supported in this world by somebody, yeah, no man. matter what you do. Yeah, man. Like you, you, 
Yeah. You, I don't, you, again, you can't put a price tag on that. Absolutely. To literally be to be supported, for you to know that no matter what happens to you, somebody has your back. No Absolutely. Matter what, no matter where you go, somebody's going to support you. No matter what you're going through, somebody's going through it with you. Like, Absolutely. That's priceless. Priceless, yeah. Y'all kind of see where I'm going, right? Yeah. Now, with marriage, right, the ring is a token. Yeah. All right, it's a it's an appreciation. It's a gift. Um, I had a guy once tell me, I ain't going to go there. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, um, when you talk about things that are priceless, there are some things that you worded just now, and I'm going to call a couple of them out. It's consistency. It's trust. It's, you didn't say the term, but momentum. Mm-hmm. These are things that we all long for, B- motivation, um, accountability, support. Those are things that you just mentioned that you it's, – it's not a number on that. But if you get it, it's such a blessing because you don't always get that. Not genuinely, right? Um, think about this. There are so many people – I thought about this on the way here with Wes and Erica. Mm-hmm. Ten and seven years. I believe they probably would say – and y'all can ask them for themselves – how hard is it to gain motivation? How hard is it to gain inspiration? How hard is it to gain consistency? The reason why a lot of people hire a personal trainer or a group trainer or join a gym is for those things. Yeah. And then they join and they get the success and get the results and get the body and get the confidence and they stop yeah. and they kind of go back to their old habits and they come back and then like, crap, I'm not paying for Jared to tell me how to do a front squat. I'm actually paying for consistency. <laughs> I'm paying for inspiration. I'm paying for motivation. I'm paying for accountability. I'm paying for an authentic experience that somebody takes me and approaches me the way that I need to be approached and love me the way I need to be. Like, that's what people are paying for. Mm-hmm. It's not to put what mean green. Yeah. Because remember, the whole subject of this is why mean green. Why mean green? <laughs> what we do that some other gyms or businesses may not do. You're paying for a, a person or a system or a culture that keeps you consistent. Absolutely. How many of you, I'm really curious to see the comments without naming a gym or a trainer, how many of you was with a great gym or trainer that had great structure, but you didn't feel inspired to be there? Like, dude, every person that I get to see at Monday, today, you know, 5 o'clock or whatever day I train on, when I see them, it's like, I want to be here. Yeah. I'm glad. Or even the other person, like, man, I wasn't going to be here, but that freaking text message or, man, that early morning call, Jared. You know, like, (laughs) those are the things that – that are not listed in the bullet points for what you pay for with Mean Green. Yep. But they're there. And I think there's no price point on that. But the tough thing for Chris as the owner to my patrons that follow my leadership is I expect that, but it's not on their job description. Mm-hmm. But truth be told, that's a lot of effort that you put out. Have you ever, I'm talking to you guys, have you ever talked to someone that had a lot going on and then when they left, you're like, whoo, that was heavy. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what we do with 20 people every time we train a class. Because most of the people that come in, they dealing with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they leave feeling great. Like, oh, I feel <laughs> so inspired. I'm about to go home and I'm going to go cook. I can't wait to see my loved ones. And we took that on. Yeah. And that's the tough part because sometimes we get to our loved ones and they're like, why are you so quiet? <laughs> why are you not talking to me? We ha- we have our Vincent sessions, right? <laughs> but it's the it's the it's the it's the contract that I signed. I yeah. want to be able to give like that. So when people evaluate Mean Green or me as a person, when it comes to a dollar, that's why I feel like 
is priceless. Yeah. So when it comes to the things that we just mentioned, like, dude, what you mean? <laughs> 135? That's it. Are you kidding me? Like, you worked out easy numbers, all right? 52 weeks in a year mm-hmm. times two is what? 104? Mm-hmm. You worked out 104 times last year. How many times would have you done that by yourself? And that's for those that only work out twice a week. Yeah. What about those that are working out three times a week, four times a week, five times a week, six times a week? Like, that's freaking priceless. So, Rampage. I'm just happy you, you're going. So, just, again, another raw moment when I first started, right, 135 was the value that Chris knows for himself is honestly not that high, right? Absolutely. But for me as a new trainer – I who paying one thirty five a month to go somewhere like that? That was my oh. mindset. Like I, I'm just getting out of college. One thirty five. Let's go ahead and open that up. So for me to sell a one thirty five package, that's a whole lot different than Chris selling it because Chris knows the value of it. So I think that just you know you saying that like let's go ahead and open that up. <laughs> and let's be clear, one thirty five is for outdoor boot camp. Outdoor boot camp. Sure. So I don't want nobody coming to the gym like, hold on, y- y'all said on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then personal training is a different price from that. So, and then online training is a different price. So, just FYI. All right, Jared. I think this is a really, for me, this is going to be a really heartfelt moment. I'm going to be really transparent because I take it, for me to be who I am, for all those that believe in Mean Green System, this is personal because. And I'm not talking with members or community. I'm talking about with trainers. Every single trainer, including Melton, my brother, including Desi, my sister, every single person that came in didn't think they were worth the dollar that we asked for. Remember, um, I think Shanice was like, it was a PT session, Mm -hmm. and she was about to go down like, instead of like being 80 or 100 a session, it was like, no, I need to do 20. I need to... Hold, hold on. What you mean? Like, so there's a, there's, screw it. When we come in as members, we deal with self-doubt, confidence. We deal with all these things. And you look at these guys and girls and they empower you to be who you need to be. But they deal with the same thing sometimes when it comes to their career. So think about that. How discouraging. This is why I love Mean Green People. <laughs> Shout out, praise break, whatever y'all want to call this little 10 second. I love the fact how they they embody the system and love it so much and they're so consistent. Y'all don't understand for me how important that is for everybody else under my leadership because they would never tell you some of the thoughts when it comes to their personal career, but for y'all support and consistency, it means everything. So to tie that in together, Jared, while we're why you and Alex and Christian and James and Bobby and Walker, I mean I can go down the line, why y'all are building confidence within the members, right? The truth is they're building confidence into y'all. Because without you guys being who you are, they don't grow into who they are. The Jared that's today is not the Jared that was a year and a half ago, right? The Alex that's today is not the Alex that was six years ago. And that only happens when people believe 
and not only believe, but also value what you bring to the table. Do you know how discouraging it would be if Jared came to the gym and all 20 people in the gym was like, oh, no, I'm I'm canceling tomorrow. You're just not worth it. Yeah. Oh, Jared, oh, your hair, it, it ain't popping today. I'm canceling. <laughs> it's just not worth it, right? Oh, Bobby, man, I, you just – you didn't give me enough energy today. You're not worth it. Oh, Melton, um, you know, I, the music, I, you're just not worth it. Like, you guys are building so much confidence into these men and women, and it just, it, it, again, as I said, it's emotional to me because without that support and that culture of Mean Green, development doesn't take on the other side. Yeah. I know when we think gyms, again, I'm coming from owner Chris today, y'all think or people think just the members, but there's growth that need to happen also in the staff as well. Yeah. So, Man, I think what you said about opening up that box, or when you said it, it opened up a box to me, and I'm going to ask you a question, a follow-up question. It's important that you guys know that these men and women are developing too, mentally and emotionally. Jared, after hearing that 17-minute <laughs> breakdown, <laughs> what's an experience with the member, and it, it's up to you whether you want to give them the shout-out or not, where they made you feel – like you were worth it. Um, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it old school and kind of talk a little bit about Mui. Okay. Um, Shout out to Mui. Mui. So when I was first getting started, I've, I I know Mui. I've known Mui since uh, 2018, mm-hmm. kind of when I started. Um, but this that was kind of when I was first getting started with boot camp for the first time going around. Um. I remember, I think it was after a Tuesday boot camp or something like that, Moy just kind of sat down and we started talking a little bit. And we started, we talked for about an hour. And Moy just li- literally spoke life into into me and what we were doing. Because at that point in time, was really trying to get boot camp started from, um, basically back restarted back from the hard hit it took from COVID. All right, mm-hmm. so we, you know, I was struggling. I was getting maybe – 10 people out there mm-hmm. at, at at most at that point in time. So at that point, you know, I'm questioning, dang, is it too expensive? Like, am I, is my training style bad? Like, because, again, using, using you as a mentor knowing where I'm trying to go, I know that boot camp used to have, what, at least 25, 30 people out there. Yeah. And I'm struggling to get 10. So I was like, who is it? Is it me? So Mui just literally, I remember she sat down and spoke life into me. She wow. said, you're doing great. Um, wow. She spoke about consistency. She spoke about the value of of what we do, right? Yeah. Uh, just not not to get into every single detail of of our conversation, but that was a moment That's that right. I I literally remember. Th- like I walked away from that feeling empowered myself. Like I got this. Wow. And that was I didn't ask him to do that. We wow. just just kind of stopped. And I I will say. I love feedback, so I did stop and I say, hey, "Boy, how am I doing? I can <laughs> how am I doing?" So I wow. just asked her honestly, and she opened up. So wow. that, that was a that was a good moment for me. Wow, mine's was Mercedes McClendon. Um, if anybody knows Mercedes, like call, text. <laughs> I don't know. You can can't tag her on YouTube. Can you tag people on YouTube? I think you can. You have to have a YouTube. I have no idea. Uh, I would love for her to hear this. Mercedes was one of the ladies that I trained at the 24-hour fitness when I first started. Mm-hmm. 
and um, end up following me to Mean Green. And I used to use this term, man, I wish she could hear this. I wish she could hear this. I used to use this term like, man, if I could, if I could, man, if I could. And the the end of that sentence, end of that compound statement would be, man, if I could just make this, I would be happy. Man, if I could just drive this, I could be happy. And the things that I was targeting was the most minimum things, right? And it's this quote that uh, I read in a book. And I don't know if she told it to me, but I still live by it, Jay. It says, it's not that you set your goals too high and you miss them. It's that you set your goals too low and you hit them. And 10x. Yeah, straight up, right? And a couple of things to be really honest with you guys in 2009, 2010, or excuse me, that was 2008 before I started Mean Green. Like, I'm living with mom. And when I'm living with mom, it wasn't like, <laughs> Jared going to laugh at me. It wasn't like I'm living with mom because I'm saving and I got money in my account and I got my car and I'm, I'm living with mom because that's survival, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, like you talking about everything that I have, it came from mom and dad, right? And um, at that moment, I'm like, man, if I could just make, I think it was like $700. If I could make $700, I think I can finally give me an efficiency apartment off of Westheimer. Mm-hmm. If I can finally, like, maybe I can buy such and such car. And she's like, dude, why are you shooting for the most minimum things? You're so great at what you do. She was like, I was like, well, if I can just one day get 20 members in my group, when you said that number, it struck me. If I can just get 20 members in my group, I can get me an apartment. She's like, Chris, why don't you get 500 people? And it like, it spoke so much life into me. And now looking back, when you said what you said, I just remember that conversation. And that only took place because she built and showed me so much value that she had for me and i think ever since then that's kind of my goal when i get anybody a part of our staff allow them to know their value because they're so valuable because the truth is i said this to one of the trainers uh i was like man y'all underpaid like what what i'm paying y'all man y'all worth way more because yeah. i truly believe that i really do and um again i think that really goes down to a special unique group of people within the Mean Green community. And um, I'm really appreciative of every single one of you for believing in us for that. I think it's crazy how empowering the community actually is. Because mm-hmm. I, th- I think I told you before, like I did want to get into more of this. I wanted to get in front of cameras and talk a little bit more. And I, I've talked to a couple people about it. It's like, man, I feel like I'm so bad on camera, in front of camera. And they said, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we're so... And this is just coming from, you know, all trainers because I'm not the only one. Yeah, we this is this is our job. Our job is to empower you guys and, and give empowerment. But we do need it ourselves. I think Absolutely. that's the that's the world we live in. Like we we help each other. We Absolutely. help each other up. So I, I think it's pretty that. cool that I got that. Um, I love that. Members, you know? I love that. Another thing I kind of want to hit on, and then let's hit on two more, and then we'll get out of here, is growth. Okay. Um. I posted a video on my Instagram, bro. It it kind of went off in my inbox, dog. Today? Yeah. I, I basically posted something from our last podcast. I should have left out gym owners. I should have just said businesses, right? But the point was, it wasn't that. I said it, whatever. Um, I said that you should not get mad at people if they leave your gym. Mm-hmm. Because if you really are a community, it doesn't matter. If they leave or, or they're there, their community, they're your friend. But it, I 
think people took it the wrong way. But what I was getting to was that's why people sometimes come back or that's why people stay is because they understand the power of community. And seeing and hearing what we're talking about when you're talking about pricing specifically, I would like to point out that people grow. Mm-hmm. All right. Trainers grow. And from a business perspective, trainers can outgrow the business. All right. There's been times where Ashley Perot, one of the best trainers we've ever had, shout out to AP, she outgrew us. She got to a point where the system that we have now wasn't the system we had, you know, four or five years ago. So, like, having the projection to be an owner-operator, to have the the opportunity to go further than that, it wasn't there. The vision wasn't. Mm -hmm. She outgrew us. So, like, for me... As I, as a trainer, I want to always be there for members to help them execute, to lose weight, to put on muscle, to to defeat, to feed, defeat health issues, whatever it may be. I want to be the same thing for you guys, for the trainers, for the staff. And I noticed then was like, man, I need to grow and create systems and visions for them to be able to grow. Because at one point, if I don't, they're going to outgrow us. So if they're just here for an hourly job, right, they're here just to make – I'm making a, a number out, $8 an hour. They don't make $8 an hour, guys. If anybody, <laughs> I'm just using it as a number. If if they outgrow and they want $10 an hour, I can't be mad at them if they want more in life. Yeah. You feel me? So the same thing, I'm getting to the, the post that I posted. Same thing about a member. It's the same thing about trainers and, and staff. There are so many opportunities here in life, and it's beautiful. But I want to have someone to be able to grow so far where they outgrow what we have in plan, like, they killing it, yeah. right? So hearing that, Jared, my question I have for you, you know, when, when you want to grow, what's the biggest thing? Huh? I'm going to go another angle because I don't want to ask a question that I know the question to, the answer to. Is there fear in growing financially? Uh yeah, definitely. Why? I think that <laughs> who said it? More money, more problems. <laughs> baby, baby, baby. <laughs> more money, more problems. More money, more problems. Uh, I, I, I thoroughly believe that. Cause even when thinking about, uh, I'm just gonna use boot camp as an example for myself. Right. So, obviously, getting started. Um there's kind of certain things you can and literally can't do based on how much you're making funds. Right. Um, bootcamp wise, uh, just kind of think about what you're able to do. So if bootcamp makes more money, we can go to different locations, right? We can start doing more things within the community. We can start buying t-shirts. We can start, you know, doing more things. Um, and all of that stuff takes time. It takes, uh, trainers. It takes, a, a lot more stuff. So coming at the when I first started, mm-hmm. right? Uh my biggest problem was getting members, right? But now that money is a, a bigger part of the the picture, that's that seemed easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making that a snippet. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. That was the <laughs> that was actually really dope. Yeah, that was, that was the easy stuff now. So like now, 
That was really that was a moment for me. <laughs> I wish I had that red button. <laughs> that was easy. So yeah, like not not that like I said, not that money's a bigger part of it. Uh, we got m- new trainers. We got the events that we're putting on. Again, I just bought people shirts dealing with those problems. Like yeah. just there's there's a lot more that comes with Absolutely. making more money. So yeah, there's a honestly it's like a fear of more responsibility as more money's made. Interesting. So. And the reason why I ask that is because. We all have some things, dreams, visions, goals, anointing, whatever you guys prescribe for yourself that sometimes we get to a a part where we don't want to move forward for whatever reasons. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be really transparent with Jared as an example, but now I'm going to step into what I want to say. That's the same feel that I have with progression with Mean Green, right? It's it's. It's easy for someone to say, hey, Chris, you should be opening up 10, 20 gyms. I've never seen gyms like this. This, Oh, man, it's just epic. Man, there's a sense of responsibility that comes with that. It's it's not even how much do you make. It's more like, crap, like I'm about to get somebody that's going to quit their job and now work for Mean Green. Yeah. And I need to make sure this works. So when you're talking pricing and budgeting and stuff like that, I put a lot of pride, Jared, on saying this. I've never customized anything we have based upon what I've seen, but I customized it based upon where I want to live and how I want to live. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with anybody else that changed on, uh, trains on the umbrella. We have spots where people are going to do this part-time, and they're just really passionate about it, and they love the thrill and love impacting people, but then maybe they got something else they're part of that's really great, mm-hmm. and that's good for them. And then there's the Jareds and the Alexes and those that are full-time, and I don't want full-time – I don't want full time to be forty, sixty thousand dollars a year, and that's that's your cap. Like you can't do nothing more in life. Yeah. Because if that's the case, man, I'm not Chris. I'm not able to empower you to the next chapter of your life. That's freaking boring to me. So you know, with our structure, having uh, a trainer that go full time head director or head coach, having the opportunity to be owner operator for the gym, have the opportunity to get into real estate and in the gym you know just those steps now once you outgrow that job well done (laughs) i I don't know what we do in mean green after that but you know that's that's a good problem to deal with absolutely you know jared's like man look bro like i i I own too many gyms (laughs) real estate oh my gosh like i'm just tired of getting too many checks you know like (laughs) ah you know i'm I'm impacting too many lives. Like, you know what I mean? And, but it's funny. Like, we're laughing at that, but that is a challenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the more the more gyms, the more systems, right? Absolutely. The more employees, the more systems. Um, the more tough discuss, uh, discussions, the hard challenges and decisions you got to make at Absolutely. the drop of a dime when a hurricane hits or when a pandemic comes, you know? So I understand what you said. Jared, Absolutely. that's pretty good. Pretty good. good. Jared, I have I have one more thing, but I don't know if I want to talk about it on this podcast. It's based upon the economy. But I'm gonna give you the floor. If you have nothing else, we can wrap it up. <laughs> but if you have any questions, I'm I'm with I'm with it. What you got? Ooh. Pricing wise. And as you're pondering, I'm gonna talk to them for a little bit. Okay. Guys, I was a little nervous about talking about this when we decided we were going to talk about pricing, but I feel really good. 
because you guys are amazing and it's um it's cool for you guys to see the other side mm -hmm. and um i'm hoping that you guys are enjoying it is what i get into all right you thought of anything um i do want to talk a little bit hopefully this one becomes an eye-opener for us i want to talk about equipment oh crap i forgot about that equipment all right what you got i don't even know how this is gonna go me either. But I do want <laughs> but I want to free loot this because this is something that I from from my perspective, I didn't buy any of this equipment in here. I know I know the cost of it now, but I didn't buy any of it. Um I don't know exactly what the gym makes, but I do know that when things break, now from a potential <laughs> gym owner's perspective, it's different. I'm like, ooh. That's that's a little pricey. When three bumper plates break, I'm like, oof. When a when a bar smacks the ground super hard and that could potentially sound. break, oof. When a bike seat pops off or a, the rower drops down and hits the ground, like I see things a little bit different. But just so like from you guys, and maybe maybe this will help your perspective as well. Every time that happens, I don't think I've ever seen Chris be like. Oh damn! <laughs> externally, Ex externally, <laughs> externally, externally. I'm messing with you. But has Milton? <laughs> I don't think I've seen him do it either. Okay, I don't think I've seen him do it. We cut from the same. Um, I think that has. I personally think that has a lot to do with gym pricing. So I guess mm. that's my question. Like, how much does the comfortability of being able to keep up with the gym play into the role of how much it costs gym operations and stuff like that. Great question. For my gym owners, I love y'all. Um, can I say it the way I want to say it? Or do you, no, um, I, I need help on this one. Okay. Can I say it the way I want to say it? Or say it very political, like, like, <laughs> uh, it's his response. I'm I'm going either direction. You feeling a little uneasy after your last post? Oh, I love life. I'm, I'm great. <laughs> I great. I I commented back. I mean, responded back to every DM. Cool. Keep it keep it real. The gym owners, we. I didn't say you. We. I mean, it together. We're really ignorant, right? Because the the space of the boutique style fitness gym is less than probably 20 years old. The global gym is probably less than, what, 30, maybe 40 years at the max, but that's when guys and girls were in the spandex with the high socks and doing step classes for, for the thing, and then you had the meatheads that just did bicep curls yeah. and, and bench press the whole time. The evolution of fitness has changed so much, and it will continue to change so much going forward. But the reason why I say we we sometimes we can be a little ignorant is because you're running a business and a brand. You're not running – a community of people that's in your garage working out. Yeah. So a lot of times people operate. There's sometimes where brands operate where is more suited for community versus a brand that's growing. And what I mean by that, as I close my eyes and really try to Process. watch my words, yeah. right, is because 
when a bumper plate now i'm not saying i like this when it happens but when something drops i understand that's an expense and it's a business expense that's going to happen that's like you that own a business and you drive cars you know at some point yeah tire oil change something's gonna happen where it's a part of your business the same thing as i don't know an attorney or uh, whatever your career is, it's something that's part of the business or a part of the career that just takes place. So for me, it'd be ignorant for me to be frustrated at a member, which is paying us for us to have this, this trust that, Hey, you pay us a good service fee for us to have a career. And we're going to give you a hell of a service for you to be consistent and empowered. Yeah. Right. So for me, it sucks when it happens, but it's like, Oh, Oh, well like buy some more. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm okay with saying this. Like, I personally, I buy equipment from local businesses. Um, shout out to FDHTX. Um, great friend of mine. Um, I got Lee, and I bought equipment from Market Bold and Get RX. Those are three companies that are local in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you have other brands that are more national known, like Rogue and stuff like that? But I take a lot of pride in supporting small business owners that are local because we're a small business yeah. that's local. So, um, but I will say this. I'm looking back at a rack. That rack, one rack is probably just a rack. It's probably about four fifty to five fifty. The J hooks, I think, are twenty five dollars a piece. So now, when you look at each spot having ten bump, excuse me, four bumper plates of each size, bumper plates used to be seventy cent to ninety cent per pound pre-COVID. <laughs> now it's two dollars or two dollars and fifty cent. So you guys do the math and see how much each station is with just the rig and the bumper plates. That's not counting the barbell. That's not counting the, the kettlebells, mm-hmm. the dumbbells, the wall balls, the slam balls, the rowers, the bikes, everything that we have. But at the end of the day, it's an investment, right? For me, I invest quantity and quality equipment. So when somebody walks in, it's like, oh, true story. I've had people walk in black. Oh, y'all got 10 bikes, not two? <laughs> then y'all got 10 more rowers? Man, every person got their own lifting spot. Every person has their own barbell. Every person, like, yeah. Oh, y'all got TV screens? Oh, what is that? What's the mod zone? Oh, y'all got to see that. Man, y'all got a, y'all got music? Y'all got <laughs> iPads? We can check in on the member app. Like, we really could run the business with 10 barbells, mm-hmm. period. That's it. 10 to 20 bumper plates per size, period. Four bikes, four rowers, eight boxes. But for me, I wanted somebody to walk in and be like, I'm getting all this for 160 right, depending on what package you have. Um, I'm getting all the, I'm getting Jairus, I'm getting Alex, I'm getting Milton, I'm getting Bob, I'm getting all of this and this service for 160 I'm winning. So for me, when it, came to, when it comes to equipment, service, softwares, if we can make it simple and better, I'm for it. But at the end of the day, a person got to value it because yeah. somebody can still walk in and say, I ain't getting enough. And I'm like, dude, you got an in-body scale right there in that corner. Do you know how much that freaking thing costs? The Fit 3D thing that I think it got flooded and messed up. But um, for expenses, man, I just think as an owner, you got to run. I'm talking to gym owners more so. You got to run your gym business just the way that a pharmaceutical rep will run their business. Uh, um, A dentist that owns their facility owns their uh, runs their facilities. So just look at it from that perspective. And I think fitness is going to get a lot smaller with equipment going forward. And I believe that the space of gyms are going to get a lot smaller going forward because of the economy. Yeah. And I'm trying not to go there. 
Got to respond. To what part? You? No, I'm saying to what happens in the world, the economy. Got to be, gotta be able to respond. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just to peel a little bit off, right? The economy increases mm-hmm. if the market's good, right? And we're in America. It's been pretty decent, right? I know we have our, our challenges here and there, but compared to other countries, we're doing really well, right? Houston specifically is doing really well. Yeah. When people that live on the East Coast or the or the West are buying homes without even seeing them, <laughs> we're doing freaking well, right? So yeah. when you talk about commercial, right, whether you're buying or leasing, Owners that own a building or selling a building are saying, ooh, the market's doing really well. Let's try to keep it really competitive and cheap for everybody. No, right? That's not how you win. Right. <laughs> right. They're like, oh, no, the market's doing really well. There's not a whole bunch of me's. So they're going to have to, when I say me's, I'm a storefront. I'm a, I'm a metal building. So I'm going to make my price go up, and I'm going to try to be really competitive but a little bit higher so I can get the most for my book. The difference with sometimes with gym owners, we do the opposite. We look at the economy and see everything going up, and then you try to go down on everything, and it just it doesn't work that way. That's when you lose great trainers. That's when you lose members. Mm-hmm. Try, the crazy thing is you'll lose members if you go down on your value and you go down on your pricing. Because if, just for hypothetically speaking, say we were $100 a month, we would be, I ain't say cheap, we would be, We'll be a hundred dollar gym. I say it that way, right? And if we're a hundred dollar gym, I don't have Alex on the team. I can't pay Alex that. We can't pay Bobby that. Mel's not going in business with that. I can't get David here. I can't get Jerry here. So all that changes. So who's coming to train with us if the trainers that y'all love is not here? Yeah. Nobody. So your gym price so low, you end up losing not just your staff, you lost your members. So that's interesting right so when you look at the economy as the economy goes up the gym business actually has to go up Mm -hmm. the price of metal has increased look around what do we have (laughs) right uh rubber has increased right service uh contractors that's increased so when you look at that i think that sometimes people miss the missing component of running it's hard to be honest it's hard to run an effective business model but at the same time it's not our members, it's not their job to know the ins and outs of how to run a fitness business. Absolutely. So I've always tried to put a lot of pride on that. Um, I've never been the person, if somebody dropped a barbell, say, hey, that's $225. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> drop yeah. drop the uh, the rower or let the handle go. Hey, that rower is $12,000. Uh, not $12,000, but $1,250. Um, but at the end of the day, man, you just got to, it's hard. I understand. It's hard. But hopefully I've never did anything weird like that. And um, and I, I do that because if my mom came to a gym, it's not her job to know how to do the rower effectively. Or she walks in the gym for the very first time, and my mom would be, oh, she'd be 77 this year. If she, Yeah, she would be, no, she would be 74, 73. So you get a 73, 74 year lady come in. She gets on a rower for the first time. Her heart rate is at, you know, 90% of her max heart rate. Yeah. She's going to drop that handle. This is going <laughs> to, 
So I would be pissed at Jared if he charged my mama. Why would you do that? No, 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 no. That's not a place I would want my mom to be. Uh-uh. So why would I do that? Yeah, that did cost money, but it, you know, yeah, you shouldn't have had on a rower going. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. But um, yeah, I'm gonna stop right there on the economy. I think I like that. Yeah, I, it, I like how you talked about just creating value. I did have a chance to talk to another gym owner that was actually mm-hmm. he he was talking about value with me and one of the things he said was kind of similar to the track you were going down but he said i would never let somebody come try a class for free mm. ever he said that's a great one for them <laughs> don't lose your thought guys do you think that's good letting people come in for free or very cheap for like a week or two or a month i'm curious what they're gonna say keep going based on you he said it devalues what we do mm. Mm, that's good. <laughs> all right, because it's all right. We're still talking about pricing yeah. as I cross my leg and pull yeah. my legs down. <laughs> we're still talking about pricing, right? Mm-hmm. So you got a price for potential members to pay a one-time fee or subscription base, mm-hmm. but then you have trial pricing, which is really difficult. I get a lot of questions sometimes, Jared. Why are you not on Class Pass or other? things where I guess you get more exposure. Um, I have to agree with your guy. Or was it guy, girl? I'm sorry. Yeah, guy. I have to agree with your guy, man. Um, it's a really thin line between trying to spend marketing dollar to get people in versus whatever. Bringing a culture in that's not your culture because yeah. of the price point. That's that's <laughs> as plain as I can say it and as nice <laughs> as I can say yeah. it. Right, and um, there, no, that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's it's crazy because, as the for boot camp, when I first started, mm-hmm. free. I'm not gonna say it was the way to go, but mm-hmm. it was one of the easiest ways to get, get started. Mm-hmm. Right, but I did hit a point where you know, talking to people, it was like okay free is not helping the valuation of what we're trying to do yeah like so i thought that was pretty cool getting that from him obviously we talked a little bit too because uh, you suggested it to start like, yeah you got to go do some free boot camps you're gonna have to that's that's how you get started right that's how i got because <laughs> you got to get exposure but yeah. i think like me and green <laughs> the gym like we're at a point where don't get me wrong you can always gain more exposure but we're at a point now where value is really more it's, it's much more important 100 so that's why people stay with us like i think when i think when wendy walks into the gym or or faye or whoever it is they like i'm a part of this yeah you know what i mean like it, it's, it's so much value and respect that it's exciting and then there's a part honestly it's a, it's a part of being exclusive yeah you know you got that that exclusive feel to our gyms and boot camps. I mean, at the end of the day, if anybody, like, it's, I know it sucks sometimes, and hopefully you never experience it. And if you do, hopefully after hearing this, it's more understandable. If somebody walks up to the gym, we got a class going, and you got a trainer, he got his headphones on, it's 20 people. Same thing at the boot camp, you got 20, 30 people at Herman Park, you got it going, and then somebody walks up, like, hey, I wanna join, can, can I just jump in? We don't want to be mean. <laughs> uh-uh. we, we want you to be a part of it, but is that fair for the people that's currently training? Now, I've experienced that and done the wrong thing, right? <laughs> but 
it throws things off. Yeah. They're not prepped and warmed up and ready to get into the workout. And they honestly probably will have a bad experience based upon not having a system and having that exclusive feel. Like, hey, yeah, our class is packed. We're going to get you a membership. <laughs> it's a process to get in here. But when they get in here, because they went through that process and they felt that exclusive feel, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, well, I thought I was going to stay a month, but let me stay a little bit longer. Yeah. So I think that has a role to do, uh, play a role to do with it. But um, also I'll say this too, Jay. Pastor Sean said something uh, yesterday. Uh we were doing the Lord's Supper, and he said there's a strength exchange. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and I'm not trying to relate the <laughs> mean green to the Bible by any means, but there is a strength exchange that takes place between member and trainer. And I think what I learned from my older sister, Shanna, she told me to call her wiser sister, excuse me, <laughs> my wiser sister, is that you want to be excited when you go to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, can <clears throat> can y'all imagine a boring, pissed-off Chris every time y'all show up? Have y'all seen a boring, pissed-off, irritated, frustrated Chris? Think about that. And part of that is because, and I'm proud to say this, I get paid well to do what I do. I get paid well to do what I love to do. Mm-hmm. So it's no way in the world that freaking Faye and Allison and Mooey's going to walk into a class and get half-ass energy. Yep, you're gonna see me yelling across like you're gonna you're gonna see me yelling across the room like I get paid well. <laughs> Straight up. Mooey! <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm excited, Mooey here. You know what I mean? Think yeah. about that. Like my boy Joseph walk in. Joe, what he do, Joe? Because I'm excited because I'm getting paid well to do what I do well. Yeah. Imagine Chris not getting paid well. More of a struggle. Imagine Jared. Jared wake up early. Not early, early. <laughs> and he he on he on ten by the time y'all get there. Just imagine if he didn't get paid well to do what he do. And I think that's the strength exchange. Yeah. Right? It's such a beautiful exchange for for us to price it at a point, which I still think is on the line, but <laughs> it's priced at a point where we're excited to be here. And just think what you do for a living. Like, would you be excited to go to work? Are you excited to go to work? Right? And the same way you go to work is the same way that I want David to go to work. The same way I want. What's up, Ash? Uh, you le- what you leave? What what you leave? Hey hey hey! On Friday, and you couldn't get in where you need to get in. She found him. <laughs> Shout out to Ashley Brooks. That's my girl. Good seeing you, Ash. Um, you on the podcast now? You got to watch it. <laughs> she almost ran into the door. <laughs> no. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I had something I was going to say, too. I forgot. That was it. But <laughs> that was it. Strength exchange. Strength exchange. Excitement. Oh, them. You Excitement. know, like, we, we want, what engineer wants to go to work underpaid? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I have so many people that I'm super close with, and I just think they're underpaid as educators. And sometimes they get pissed. Like, man, I'm I'm, I'm here longer than the, the requirement is, <laughs> yeah. right? And, um I think sometimes that's why when I see towards the end of the academic year, sometimes they just seem so beat up is because, number one, they put in a lot of hours and effort, but you tri- you double or triple the amount of pay that an educator made. 
Oh, yeah. Towards the end of the year, they're like, <laughs> like, hold on, why are we stopping? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, and I, I just, I love, I have a lot of family in education, so I definitely will always say that um, they should be double the triple pay more than what they are. But in, more of the story, guys, what I'm getting to is um, I'm very appreciative for our pricing at Mean Green. Um, I'm very appreciative because we can pay the people that we pay. Yeah. Um, I, it's structured at a point where, honestly, we was $100. A lot of them probably still would be here, yeah. but could we triple the amount of the people at our gym? We 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 can't bring that many people into a gym mm. right now, not at this size. If we're doing 20 people per class, 25, whatever it is, y'all know how hard it is to get in some of the classes. Can you imagine us having triple the amount of people? So you do have to price it strategically so you can be afloat to pay what you need to pay, payroll, rent, equipment, whatever the expenses may be. Mm-hmm. And... um I'm very appreciative of the system. I do think our prices will go up um, based upon just some things in the economy. We actually went up last year. Yeah. And uh, we didn't go up on our current members. We went up on newcomers. Yeah, but, um, again, that's for an economy topic we'll talk about on a business podcast, <laughs> not a mean podcast. But nah, I like that you talked about the morale. Let's just call it that, the mm-hmm. morale of Mean Green. Because – I've seen trainers, been with other trainers that are, I don't know how much they're making. Mm-hmm. Uh, never pocket check anybody, but uh, I've been around, let's just say, four, $40 PT sessions or $30 PT sessions. Mm-hmm. I've been around that. And the morale is different. Like, it's, it's, it's so real. It's, it's funny you said that because that, that really made me start thinking. Yeah, man. Like, a PT session with Chris or myself, you you know, we it's probably gonna be like this, talking in tune, correcting what you're doing. But I've seen those thirty and forty dollar PT sessions. I don't know where my phone's at. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, you got two more. I was like, I've seen them. So <laughs> it's the it's the quality. Oh, uh, you fail. Qu- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be quality of the work. Uh, like I I've been around. Hey, I've had. I got something, something going on with my legs. Oh, maybe you, uh, I don't know. Like I, so I was just, I was seeing it. So it's pretty cool that you said that just because uh, yeah. for, for you guys, um, for my, uh, I ain't going to say what she said again. Who? Wendy. For oh, my, I for can't my, say for, that. My, for my people that's been around the block with gyms and trainers. Um, <laughs> she funny. Uh, She's so funny. I think. You know, the the difference, I think, is pretty evident when it comes to Mean Green as far yeah. as morale, as far as what the trainers know and what yeah. they can help you with. So, uh, And I think that does have something to do with the value of what Absolutely. we do. Absolutely. So. And it comes with great people. I'm going to throw, throw this out here. This is more, I believe, death and life is in the power of the tongue. And uh, it's so cool for you guys to kind of see the other side. My goal is to hire two to three people per gym to make over six digits a year. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. And um, will people outgrow six digits a year? Great. You know, I hope they do. But meanwhile, I want them to be in a position to accelerate, to execute, and do it from a place of abundance. Because I believe when people do that, man, they're they're just excited. And, you know, we already carry a lot on when we leave the gym or boot camp because we take on a lot what people leave. But why have a financial stress burden with that as well? So Absolutely. I said this earlier in a podcast. I can't stand when somebody I meet tell me 
once I tell them what I do. Oh, what else you do? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> little boy, <laughs> you don't keep moving. Uh, that's a question. But right there. I hope, even if it's coming across someone else in the industry, you don't have to be in Houston. It can be anywhere else. I think that's the importance of us executing at a high standard. If you give a high standard, high service, it shouldn't be gyms walking around at $80 a session mm-hmm. or $80 a month. You know, it honestly, it should be a really competitive high dollar value because we bring high dollar service. Hopefully you should. But, um, yeah, man, I think this one was legendary. I've never in my life have talked this much on an open forum about price, about pricing and how we do it and why we do it. Yeah. I've done it privately, um, you know, especially with the website. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave him with this. Website is not on the web. Uh, pricing is not on the website. And um, I, I, yeah, I do these little things and snippets, and I'm like, man, I'm gonna go ahead and post this. This is gonna be one of those I'm gonna probably post. So it's embarrassing a little bit, Jerry. But when I used to, you know, date when I was little, I take little girls to Chili's. <laughs> You know, uh, what was my other spot? Shout Applebee's. Out, shout, shout out to Tina. Shout out. <laughs> Tina got one chili, Chili's dinner. Actually, two for Valentine's later on. But um, at that age, I shopped based upon pricing, mm-hmm. not quality. And what I mean, I would get a menu. I would go to a birthday party, be like, take me. You know, I don't really go out that much. So let's go to such and such. Um, I sit down. I've never been. Oh, this is nice. And as soon as I see the menu, I'll be like, whoa. <laughs> And I start shopping. <laughs> Y'all laughing at me. Based on price. But on price, I ain't even. Mm, on this side, the right side of the menu. Oh, yeah, that's what. Okay, that's 70, <laughs> That's 60. That's that's 50. That's 89. Ooh, 19.99. Okay, I'm ordering this. So, Mr. Gray, oh, hey, guys, the orange shirt, what are you ordering? I'm ordering soup. <laughs> Everybody else got steaks, but, you know, plays. And, You're not even looking at the food. Oh, I'm ordering soup. Right, <laughs> everybody else getting the fillets and soup and all this stuff, and I get the little cup, and it's just like I'm, I'm over here trying to act like I'm full. We got a cup of rum, man. Yeah, <laughs> I ate before I got here, right? And it's not the can you can you imagine every time you go out to eat, that's the lifestyle you got to live. And I'm being very sensitive to anybody just financially can't do that, right? I'm yeah. not trying to make fun of that by any means, but for Chris, I was living a lifestyle that I was choosing life based upon what was not important to me what's important to me is the value that i get in return Mm -hmm. right so same thing now when you look at gyms i don't want anybody to ever pick us because we're cheaper than somebody else straight up like if you came to our website and we were 200 dollars a month and then you went to somebody else because they were 190 you based what you thought was more important potentially and i don't think that's most important i think you being in a gym that you're probably going to join and be here for the next three years and have the body and the confidence that you desire goes back to what you talked about earlier that's priceless yeah so why am i going to allow the houston community to make a decision based upon what's not even important it's not the money it's the result from the service so i'd rather you read a review I'd rather you go call somebody, look through our D, not DMs, look through our Instagram or Facebook handles and see what people see in the culture, then make a decision. Yeah. Not what the price is. So that's why we don't actually have pricing on our website. So Man, I love that. And actually from a business perspective as well, I have gotten to the point, uh, when I first started I made the mistake of when people ask, I told right, how much how much boot camp? 
I told immediately. And I, I ran into so many people that just, let's say, let's say you and I are messaging right now. You, hey, my child's how much is boot camp? Me, 135. You don't hear from you anymore. Yep. Right? And now you based what we do as a boot camp completely off of $135. So That's crazy, right? No, absolutely. I I have so much confidence and faith that we honestly, I think we have the best boot camp in the city of Houston. Hands down. I think we, we give the most. Um as far as energy, as far as care, as far as making the members so much like a part of what we do. Absolutely. Events. Absolutely. Kickball next weekend, it's by the coming way. Up. Uh, you forgot one thing. Nice hair. <laughs> Instagram. We blast <laughs> y'all on Instagram. <laughs> Highlight reels. So I, I truly believe in the value of, of boot camp, which is why we stopped doing the, like, I'm, I'm, how much is boot camp? And I tell people, honestly, yeah, man. Like it, come try us out. And it, it's not to to hide the prices. It's not to do anything like that. It's because you need like, come see the value before I tell you yeah. the 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 price tag. Yeah. Right? Make a decision. So, if we suck, yeah. cool. Yeah. But there's a great chance we don't. Yeah. So um, and I'm good with that. It's um. I'm proud of Mean Green, man. We we have we've done it the right way. You know, it's um. I've seen schemes where. Screw it. Who cares? Where people do six-week challenges and you you pay $800 up front mm-hmm. and you got to be perfect to get your $800 back or win the challenge. And if you don't win the challenge, like, we, this is our price. This yeah. is our service. And I'm proud of that. So, to you got to help me. All right. To Rob, Alana, to Walker, to KJ, to Milton, to Bobby, to Harmony, um, Christian and Faye and Jared and Alex and James and Jordan and Jason. Um, crap, who am I missing? Jaleel, new trainer on the North Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. I haven't <laughs> met him in person yet. Huh? I haven't met him in person, Dope. so I know he's doing his entire heard great things about him. Dope. So I can't wait to make, meet you. I said that country, mate. <laughs> I mean, country. But <laughs> I can't wait to meet you. Can't wait to meet you, mate. But, um, you know, everybody, man. So hopefully I didn't forget a name. But um, I'm extremely proud. And even by anybody that represented us. You know, I mentioned Ashley earlier. Jen, uh, incredible. Um, anybody that's ever represented us, man, I'm extremely proud for what you guys have built. So when it comes to pricing to end this, man, is Mean Green expensive? I don't know. Is it worth it? Hell yeah. <laughs> is it gonna change your life? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is it gonna? Is it gonna? Is it? Can it be the place you potentially meet your wife, husband? We've seen it, right? <laughs> I haven't been to a wedding this year. Oh, Sherelle. about to be. Okay, so to. take the back. <laughs> but um, that's all I have, man. You got anything? That's it, man. I think we really hit some important pieces. Hopefully, you guys are able to see the not not exactly what we do, but the importance behind yeah. what we do. I think that's. I think that's the big takeaway from yeah, this podcast. I believe so. It's not a number that we just threw out. You know, it's a, it's a strategic number to take care of the bills and also uh, put money in the pocket for our, our trainers to grow and take care of their families. And, um, you know, I just – I could have been a little bit more selfish if I wanted more money. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that if anybody knows me personally, it's not about me – driving a certain car, living in a certain neighborhood, or wearing Louis Vuitton shoes. They have Louis Vuitton for guys. What's Red Bottom? Okay. <laughs> so it's not about shoes, right, for me. So it's just like, for me, I have the opportunity to take care of my family and, and travel and 
put my kids in positions to find success. Yeah. That's all that matters to me, right? Um, so selfishly, I could train way more and make make way more money, right? Yeah. I could I could do a lot of different things when it comes to equipment, right? But that's not important, you know. It's it's cool to see the staff grow and have opportunity to grow further. It's cool to see members come for three months to four months to others that are here for a year or two, for others that are here from seven to ten. And um, I honor that. So to you guys, man, we really appreciate that. Absolutely. Cool. Well, this is episode three, three. in the series. What do we got next week? Do you remember? Or you want to keep it as a surprise? We're going to have to keep that one as a surprise. All right. All right. <laughs> We're going to keep it as a surprise. Other than that, guys, we have kickball coming up. Um, if you're watching this in the month of August, we have mm-hmm. kickball coming up. August and we have school supplies that are being donated to a school. Yep. That's in need, and it's not just school supplies, also hygiene products as well. Yeah. So, other than that, man, um, we love you guys. Yes, sir. All right, y'all take care.